Welcome to ACE Audio, the podcast that supports, educates, informs, and motivates manual therapists around the world. In this episode, Bo walks you through an article he wrote a little while ago on learning, pain, and the nervous system. I think you're going to enjoy this. You may have heard the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, or can you? This old saying is completely incorrect, and when I say dogs, I also mean humans. The amazing thing about the brain is that it's plastic, now not real plastic obviously, but plastic meaning that it's pliable and changeable. Our brains are constantly changing from birth right up until the day that we die. Now don't get me wrong, it's not easy to teach an old dog new tricks. But with education, behavioural change and repetition, it can certainly be done. The brain is densely packed with billions of neurons and trillions of synaptic connections. At a young age, we start to develop connections of these neurons to create efficient neural pathways. The more that we practice skills and techniques, the better that we get at them and the more efficient that these neural pathways become. Think of learning to ride a bike, for example. When you were learning, you had your training wheels on and you were a little bit shaky and uncoordinated. You probably fell off a few times, but the more that you did it, the better that you got. Then when the training wheels came off, before you know it, you were riding down a hill as fast as you possibly could. If you try to ride a bike now as an adult, or even even if you haven't sat on a bike for 20 years, you would still be able to get on that bike and ride it without a problem. Your brain has made these efficient neural pathways. This is a learned response through numerous connections in the brain. Just as we can develop positive skills, thoughts, behaviours and emotions, we can also develop harmful ones. Consider pain. Pain is a learned response which is helpful in the short term, but if it is not managed, it can be harmful in the long term. Now let me explain. We often create stronger neural pathways through association. Think of a painful experience that you have had and try to remember how it felt. You will often remember the emotional response from that experience far more than the physical. The hippocampus is responsible for learning and memory and the amygdala is responsible for processing emotion. These two areas in the brain work very closely together and translate emotion to a particular outcome or behavior. Take the example of a low back injury. The patient may say, I bent forward and then I couldn't stand back up. I had to lay on the floor for three hours. I had to wait for someone to get home to help me. I felt helpless and vulnerable. I couldn't work. I was worried about what might be wrong. I was wondering if I was going to be able to walk again. How will I provide for my family? I can't get any sleep. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I can't exercise. Now the list goes on. The physical component is just one factor. The cascade of emotion that follows is often what is most painful. If you think back to your painful experience, due to a strong association between emotion and learning, you are far more likely to remember the experience due to the emotional attachment to that memory. The stronger the emotional response, the stronger the pain experience. So the saying that neurons fire together, wire together, holds true. 
These synapses are glued together via glial cells. This makes the synapse much more efficient and the memory is now much easier to access because it has a motion attached to it. The longer that this pain experience goes on, these neural pathways can hardwire into your brain. Emotion drives behavior, which is why it can be a helpful response. For example, when you touch something that's really hot for the first time, you learn pretty quickly not to do that again. But this can be very unhelpful in the long-term situations of chronic pain. For example, when a patient has chronic low back pain, the emotional response tied to that initial memory of their pain experience when they were bending forward to pick something up off, off the ground is now a learned response as something that could be potentially dangerous. This creates a behavioral change to avoid that movement or to do it very cautiously in fear that they might get hurt again. This is fear avoidant behavior. The brain's association with that simple movement of bending forward is set to high alert and overprotection. We can now understand how emotions can drive behaviors that may be unhelpful. The more that these neural pathways are stimulated, the more efficient that they become. Add in a cocktail of other psychosocial stresses into the mix, and it can be a vicious cycle with the more associations to glue these unhelpful pathways together. To put it simply, chronic pain sufferers have learned to constantly activate particular areas in the brain responsible for survival by creating faster neural pathways of overprotection. Now, I know what you are thinking. If these negative thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, and emotions are learned responses, then perhaps they can learn positive thoughts, behaviors, and emotions and stop using the unhelpful ones, right? Well, if you're thinking that, you would be absolutely right. With the right education, coping strategies, and support network, you can most certainly teach an old dog new tricks.